This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. St. Patty's Day with Taz and Jim, and celebration's going to be down this year, obviously, because of COVID. USA Today posting a survey that says only 9% of people are going to go to a bar for St. Patrick's Day, and that's in the United States where everybody's getting vaccinated. We thought we'd give you a little taste here, a little reminder of what it's like to be in a bar on St. Patrick's Day. Now, Jim, you would be gung-ho. I think this is going to be the first St. Patty's Day in a decade that you haven't been at the bar at 11 right after the show. Yeah, we'll usually usually be broadcasting from somewhere. And why go home? We work downtown. I live in the <laughs> suburbs. Might as well go straight to the bar. Right. Um, a couple of years back, Jim was at the pub. He started at 11. And the night before St. Paddy's, we had him go on Wikipedia and read all about the history of St. Paddy's Day. So he had that in his mind. But we had him drink for about uh, seven or eight hours. Mm-hmm. And then I pulled him aside at the pub and got him to do the drunk history of St. Paddy's Day. Here it is. And now, the drunk history of St. Patrick's Day with an intoxicated Jim Kelly. I'm going to tell you the history of St. Patrick's Day and St. Patrick himself. Turns out, number one, he wasn't even born in Ireland. Guy was from, like, Wales and England or before there was even a border. Like, before... Whatever, before they staked the land or whatever, it was before England was decided what was England and Wales or something. And all of a sudden, all these dirty pirates and raiders from Ireland came and like, we need some workers. We got some farms. So they kidnapped Patrick, and they t- he was like 10, and they took him to Ireland. They made him work on his farm tasks for like six years. He's sitting there. He's like milking cows. He's toiling in the fields he's working hard and every night every night you go to bed he's like am i losing my mind because i hear a voice talking to me and then at one point he's like i'm not religious but is that jesus is that god and then at one point god was like yo saint patrick there's a boat and it's like not far away do you want to get it because if you want it it's there for you so saint patrick was like well there's a boat. He gets on the boat. The boat takes him back to England. So he's in England. He's like, "Wow, I can't believe I got away." And then, um, and then, so he's, and then he becomes religious. He's like, "I'm gonna be a priest." He's in. He's an old man at this point. He's like, he's like 25. He's in with the class of all these 10 year old kids. He's like, "I missed all my grades. I don't know what." I, so he's taking math class with kindergartners. Anyway, he becomes a priest. And then all of a sudden he starts having dreams. He's like, am I going crazy again? And he had this one dream where an Irish guy came up to him and was like, Oh, St. Patrick, we need your help. We got a bunch of heathens over here and and nobody is doing anything good. So he's like, he woke up in a cold sweat and he told his parents, I got to go back to Ireland. And they said, Patrick, are you me right now there's no way you're gonna you're gonna die he's like no you gotta go back he went back to ireland and he taught everybody christianity and he said you 
learn Christianity. You, here's Jesus. He was cool. This is a clover. God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, boom. You're all Catholic. Peace. And there was nothing about snakes. The drunk history of St. Patrick's Day with an intoxicated Jim Kelly. <laughs> The that good was, old days. <laughs> that was hard to listen to for about I seven different reasons. Told you. Aren't you glad you can't you can't go for an eight hour shift? Well, you could, but there won't be that many people at the pub with you. It's going to be way sadder if I'm like that and there's nobody around. <laughs> right. It's already sad. Happy St. Patty's Day, everyone. On a St. Patty's Day, uh, years ago, a news report from NBC 15 in Alabama. It's got to be one of the funniest things. that I, Every year I associate this with St. Patty's Day, Jim. Mm-hmm. The Alabama leprechaun story. Let's, if you haven't heard this thing, Jim's posting the video on the Taz and Jim social media feeds, but I'll play the audio for you. It is just, you could not, if you put this in a comedy movie, it wouldn't be as funny <laughs> as the actual news story. Listen. Just in time for St. Patrick's Day, crowds are coming by the dozens to get an up-close view at what some say is a piece of Irish folk- folklore. Some people in the Crichton area of Mobile say a leprechaun has taken up residence in their neighborhood. A leprechaun. NBC 15's <laughs> Brian Johnson has more. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! <laughs> Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This amateur sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. Hold on, hold on. The amateur sketch of the leprechaun, it looks like it was drawn by a three-year-old, maybe? It looks like a gray-headed alien with like the pointy chin, but it's got a brutal top hat drawn on top. It's the worst. <laughs> Who drew it? Amazing. My theory is it's casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff and it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. Yeah, still on there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. This guy, helping to direct traffic, says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This wars all smells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago from my great-great-grandfather, who was Irish. I just came to help out. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where to go. I want to go. Give me the go. I want to go. This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News. Oh, my God. So amazing. That flute, too, the one that summons the leprechaun or yeah. the one that was passed down through generations, is just a piece of pipe with three of the same holes drilled in it. <laughs> it looks so funny. <laughs>
That's the thing. I can't tell if this community is... is they're all in on it? They're, they're all in the on news it. The showed yeah, up and they're like, let's mess with them. They're like, hey, let's get on the news and pretend we saw a leprechaun in this tree and see if they show up. <laughs> it's funny. You said it sounds like a sketch. Key and Peel did a sketch on it. Instead of a leprechaun, it was a Pegasus. And they just did a play on the exact same scene. And it was less ridiculous than yeah. the actual moment. Yeah, the original is... It's pure gold. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the Say yeah. Yeah. You gotta watch the video every St. Patrick's Day from here on out if you don't do it already. And you'll find it on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. Tonight, the Taz and Jim St. Patrick's Day shenanigans Facebook live stream. Join us on Facebook from 6 until 7. Uh, we'll share a pint or two and listen to some great live performances from Danko Jones, Matt Mays, Sam Coffee, and the Iron Lungs, and our friends from Bob Knox. <laughs> Yeah, Bob Knox is teaming up with the Mudmen Pipers for a special performance on Facebook with us tonight. Let's see if we can get Bob from the band on the phone. Hello. Hello, is this Robert Noxious? Mr. <laughs> Taz. Robert Q. Noxious. Robert Q. Noxious. We've got a warrant for your arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Again? <laughs> How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. Happy St. Patty's Day. You too. Wow. Uh, thanks. I, I got to say, a lot of the reason we were able to book some some good names on the uh, bill for the uh, St. Patty's Shenanigans live stream tonight at 6 o'clock is because there are so many Bob Noxious fans in the world of music out there. <laughs> like all well, these guys awesome. tonight, Sam Coffey, Danko, Matt Mays, all of them are like, oh, if Bob's doing it, yeah, we're in. Right on. Right on. Yeah, they're all good guys. And I love that you have the, the Pipers from the Mud Men joining in with uh, one yes. of your performances tonight. Robbie yeah. and Sandy. Have, have you done this before? Have you done uh, Bob Noxious tunes with bagpipes? Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, Matt might remember that one. Because <laughs> we, uh, we did a balloon fest. We had uh, the Campbell brothers come up from the Mud Men. And so, of course, you know, we had our hot air balloon go over. We shot off the cam cannon, and then out come the uh, Pipers. And then uh, I walk off stage, and Matt's standing there, and he looks at me and goes, how the hell am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Matt Mays witnessed it. He, he went on right after us. <laughs> now, we got to explain, because uh, we are now on the air. We're on the air in, in London, Hamilton as well, uh, Kitchener, Waterloo. If people haven't seen a Bob Noxious show, when you say you fired off the cannon, are you st- is that something you still do on stage? Or? Absolutely. But, you know, um, we, we sometimes get a lot of uh, bar owners back when we were allowed to play bars. Um They'd come out and they'd be quite, quite upset because they'd be cl- cleaning confetti for yeah. a month. And of course, after Balloon Fest, you did knock three balloons out of the sky with one <laughs> cannon shot. But we need to explain what the cannon is. It's a, it looks like a giant marijuana cigarette. Yeah, it's a big. Yeah, it's, it's a, a big, big joint. joint. Yeah, and it shoots confetti. And I, I, the urban legend is that there was a time where it would shoot more than confetti out into the crowd. 
Yes, yes, I've I've heard about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unbeknownst to you guys, though. Oh, of course. No, yeah, it has yeah, nothing yeah. to do with me. <laughs> you just got to make sure those joints have rounded edges so no one gets a, gets one in the eyeball. <laughs> yeah, well, we were thinking of grinding up some shamrocks and shooting some out, but uh, Ronnie at the PA shop, wouldn't. Uh, he, he doesn't want to be cleaning up confetti for the next three months. So. Yeah, we got to give a shout-out to the PA shop in Music City. They've been doing something great. I mean, the reason uh, we're, we're doing this tonight, not only to have some fun St. Patty's Day, but to support the music community across the country that has been suffering for over a year now. It's uh, been brutal. I know. brutal. And the PA shop in Music City in London, they've been opening their doors for free, letting musicians go in there, record, and do live stream shows for their fans. Yeah, the uh, Schoen's family is just unbelievable for London, I tell you. So, yeah, Ron let us go over to, to the PA shop uh, productions. And if uh, if you ever get a chance, well, you're going to tune in tonight and take a look, and you'll see what it's like to uh, rock out at the PA shop productions. Because we walked in there for... Um, we did pre-production, um, a dry run, if you will. It wasn't so dry, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, it looks great, sounds great in there, and uh, Ron's really done a spectacular job over there. So any of you bands out there, I would be calling Ronnie up, and uh, just don't show up and waste his time and don't suck. But it's know? like a free, if you have a band, they will record it live off the floor, they'll do the mixing, they'll do the video for you, and it's absolutely free, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. And I tell you, they do it right on the fly, too, so... It's not like you got to go back and do a post production or anything. It's just it's done. This is a different St. Patty's Day for you. What what is the craziest St. Patty's memory in the and what's left rattling around in terms of brain cells in Bob Noxious's brain? What do you what well, can you I, drum I up? I, access, I don't know if I can even access that folder. I have a real hard time remembering <laughs> all the crazy shows. Yeah, I remember the. I have a hard time remembering all the other days of year. You want me to remember St. Patty's Day, Taz? Yeah, exactly. That's that's really difficult. I don't know. I just know all our shows always come with some really weird story at the end of the day. So. Oh, you guys are one of my all-time favorite drinking bands. And, <laughs> you know, per capita, I think you have more songs about uh, crushing some beers or doing some shots than, than any other band out there. So we can't wait to see you perform live tonight. Bob Noxious with the uh, Mudmen Pipers during the Taz and Jim St. Patrick's Day shenanigans live stream. It's free to watch from 6 to 7 on Facebook Live, but if you can, text the word UNISON to 45678 and donate to the Unison Benevolent Fund and support Canadian musicians out there who are having a tough time. Bob, we will talk to you tonight, sir. Yes, I'll see you and Jim tonight, man. Right on. Happy St. Patty's Day. One more time here. We got to play. Is Patrick there? Our contestant is Andy. Hey, Andy. Hey. So this is how it works. Jim is going to put on his best Irish accent, and we're going to call over to a pub. This one's just outside of Belfast. It's called the Smuggler's Inn, okay? Mm-hmm. He's going to ask for Patrick. You have to guess whether or not there'll be a Patrick there. I'm going to guess no based on what happened earlier this week. Yeah. <laughs> the pubs aren't open, so... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's... Uh, that hasn't the, stopped an Irishman before. That's the smart money here. <laughs> Jim, are you good to go? Oh, yes, let's give it a call. Let's call the Smuggler's Inn.
Hello, Flanagan. Oh, she couldn't. Hello. Hello, how are you? Not so bad, how's it going? Good, good. Just looking for a little fella there named Patrick. Do you see him around? Patrick. Patrick, got to... Some jeans on, work boots, I uh, maybe a hard hat, I don't know. He's been working on the roads with us here, said he was going to take a bit of, bit of a wee. That was about an hour 45 ago, and I haven't seen hide nor hair of him. No, I'm not sure who you're on about. Well, his name's Patrick, and he's been known to sneak away to a bar during work hours, and I was just wondering if uh, he has been known to, to frequent your fine establishment, so I'm just wondering if you've seen a guy with about uh, one of the worst tans you've ever seen, real pale skin, kind of <laughs> ugly. You guys open? No. You're not? No. Well, with a place like Smugglers, I'm surprised you're not flying under the radar and letting people like him in, because I'm about headed up to here with him. Oh, no, not so good then. Not so good. I'm about to come down there and grab him up by the ear myself, because I don't believe you. <laughs> Smugglers, eh? Mm-hmm. How to be right by in about five. That'll do, sir. That'll do. We're fine then. We'll find if he's there once and for all. Okay then. Okay. Bye. I'll Bye. be stomping by. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think you think they're gonna expect somebody to come by? Florida? She seemed very nice. Should she we call her back heart. and apologize? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she gets one of those calls a day. Oh boy. What did she say at the start of that call? I thought the place was called the Smugglers Inn. How'd she answer the phone? Let's see here. Hello, Flanagan's. Flanagan's. Is that just an Irish greeting? Oh, Flanagan's. Hey, Flanagan's and a Flanagan to you. Flanagan to you. <laughs> hey. The top of the Flanagan what to a, you. What a nice Flanagan it is out there. Oh, the most Flanagan I've seen in a while. Well, we got to say Flanagan's to Andy. He was right. Patrick wasn't there. You're a winner there, bud. Right on. This is a big anniversary for a lot of people. Hey, Andy. Today you are celebrating what? Oh, today's my one-year anniversary of working from home. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you work, usually you're in an office with how many people? Uh, I think we have around 2,000 at head office there. (laughs) And now you're all all alone. Do you miss being in the workplace? Uh, What was it like adjusting to the home office? Yeah, so I've lately I've been getting a little nostalgic about going into the workplace. Like, I'd like to go in there because you miss, like, going in and the smell of, like, the coffee from the coffee cart and saying hi to the people at the security desk, you know, like, just the everyday routine. And then, oh, well, and it was a slight adjustment coming home, and you just get up and go down to your computer. And Yeah, uh, do you have a job where you have to self-motivate, or are you given tasks? Because if I if I had to self-motivate working from home, I think it would be very difficult. Um, no, they they give me lots to do. <laughs> Good. What kind of work yeah. do you do? Sounds like you work for Canada Life, if I was going to guess. Yeah. You do? Okay, <laughs> yeah. the security guard thing was what set it off for me. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you've been in there for uh, some of our lip sync competitions. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you miss the lip sync competition? <laughs> what is this? All the fun office what a, novelties. What, a, what, an, what an awesome place to work. You got lip sync competitions going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I miss that. I miss the gym, uh, the cafeteria. Yeah, this workplace is crazy. They got everything in there. But to, but be honest. Like Now, are you in the zone working at your home office? Would you like this to continue? Or 
if they said, okay, we're all clear tomorrow, let's go back to the office, would you be happy about that? I I can't imagine that uh, to going back to the office. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine interacting with people in real life ever again. Uh, so they sent you home from work on March the 16th at lunchtime a year ago yesterday, and today would have been your first full day working at home. Yes, sir. And it's a year later. Can you Jeez. believe it? It was supposed to be two weeks. Remember that? I remember. <laughs> All right, Andy. Well, we're, we're glad you, you've grown to love it, and you prefer... What are you wearing right now? Oh, yeah. Uh, just It's like uh, I still get up and do my morning routine, but then I only put on, you know, sweats and a hoodie. <laughs> love it. But they're like dress sweats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a pleat down the, down the center of the yeah. legs. You know, you, you got to keep it classy. Andy, happy one-year work-from-home anniversary, buddy. Thanks, guys. <laughs> this guy... A man in Thornhill has claimed a million-dollar Max Million prize from the February 26 Lotto Max drop. Pretty good, right? He just won a million dollars. He wasn't that excited because back on August 2nd, 2013, he won the $30 million Lotto Max jackpot. Wow. This boggles my mind. It, It happens a lot where somebody wins the lottery twice. But that is a huge initial jackpot. $30 million, and then he just won another million dollars. Why are you still buying lottery tickets, man? 58-year-old Vincent Charlemagne look at him picking up his million-dollar check. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, just a Thursday. <laughs> you just picture the backseat of his Lamborghini full of <laughs> giant checks from the lotto. Uh, he says, Jimmy, good question. He says he'll play the lottery forever. I guess he can afford it. Yeah. You know, why not? I, I wonder how much of that $30 million he still has. And once you realize that it's possible to win, because some people don't play the lotto, they're like, I'm never going to win. This guy's like, yeah, I'll probably win again. Yeah, why not? I win all the time. It's all I do. <sighs> that is insane. I wrote a song about him. All I do is win. <laughs> no matter Wiz what. Wiz Khalifa, that was about... <laughs> I think that was about Vincent Charlemagne from Thornhill, Ontario. Uh, former self-employed contractor plans to invest his winnings just like he did with his 2013 jackpot win. So good. He was smart with his original prize. He's going to invest this as well. I'd be out there celebrating if it weren't for the pandemic. Sure, I'll do something with my family. I don't know. I haven't seen them since 2013. (laughs) (laughs) We all live in the same mansion. It's just so big. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Please don't tell my family I'm still alive. I I won $30 million (laughs) back in 2013. They haven't seen me since. Uh, Jim, you just sent me this headline. This cannot be true. A woman on TikTok is now saying that we should sit on the toilet backwards well, we're going to the washroom, and people are actually, this is catching on on TikTok. I found her original yeah. post here. I, I think it's a joke, man. This will change your life forever. You have been pooping wrong. What I want you to do is poop backwards, get all of your favorite snacks, get your favorite show, and that's how you poop. It's the best of all times. And you just sit there pooping, and you're jamming out. Oh, it's a snake. A budget, budget, budget. There you go. Well, that sounds like a post-St. Patty's Day post, the way that she's slurring her words. But, you know, it may it may be a joke in her mind. I don't know, Taz. These TikTok trends are hard to follow, but she may have initially meant it as a joke. But young, impressionable people can't tell the difference a lot of times. Uh-huh. And so people seem to be actually doing it. Like, they'll take a video of themselves bringing a bag of chips 
over to the toilet, maybe an iPad to put Netflix on. So you sit on the toilet reverse mm-hmm. with the tank as the as, as the a table, table. Yeah, like a bar it's, top. It's been a joke for years. Yeah, this yeah. is not real. People aren't actually. They're not going full time backwards on the toilet. Like, I mean, why like, not? like the cool high school teacher. I mean, that's, <laughs> like we, all know, we all know that cool high school teachers poop like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, rolling up the sleeves. Let me pull up a chair here, kids. Yo. Time for some real talk. <laughs> um, this is the bathroom. <laughs> uh, what do you have a chip clip for? <laughs> <laughs> all right, TikTok. Latest trend. Apparently, I'm not sure I buy it, is is going to the bathroom backwards so you can sit on the toilet while you're eating chips and watching Netflix. You say you don't buy it, but the way humanity is trending, there will be a time, and I'm saying it in the next 25 years, where you can buy a Lazy Boy with the toilet in it from, you know, the brick, any place you go to, bad boys. Yeah. And you probably just sit there for your entire Netflix Well, it is. It's like, uh, remember the end of WALL-E? The Pixar movie? They're all those like floaty mobility <laughs> right, scooters? Yeah, yeah, that's the way humanity's going. Yep. Where you just have a feeding tube and a tube out the other end and you just have it's your... It's just a constant stream. <laughs> right. Like it's siphoning just gas, pump it just it, goes. Pump it through you, Matrix style. <laughs> you wake up in your pod and you just want to go back to sleep. Yeah. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.